Hello there and welcome along to Planet Sport Football Africa. This is the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers, currently at the African Games in Brazzaville in the Republic of Congo, joined by Solomon Ashoms in South Africa. Well, on this week's show, we look back at last weekend's 2017 Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers as South Sudan got their first ever competitive win and Egypt posted a big away victory. We'll also have news from the African Games and we speak to FIFA presidential candidate Shagan Odegbami from Nigeria on his plans for the game. You need fresh faces, you need fresh ideas, you need people that have integrity, people who are willing to work transparently for us to fix what the problems are presently. So that's all coming up. Well, I'm in Brazzaville for three weeks in the Republic of Congo for the African Games, formerly known as the All-Africa Games. It's a huge multi-sport event like the African Olympics. There are some really superb stadiums here, absolutely state-of-the-art. I'm in downtown Brazzaville by a fountain with cars passing by and more on the men's and women's football tournaments later on in the show. But first, let's take a look back at last weekend's 2017 Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers. It was the second round of group games. Remember, only the group winners qualify automatically, along with the two best runners-up for the finals in Gabon. Among the highlights, South Sudan got their first competitive win as they beat Equatorial Guinea 1-0 in Juba. Liberia won 1-0 against Tunisia as they were allowed to play at home after the lifting of an Ebola ban. The Gambia were beaten 1-0 at home by Cameroon, while in the same group South Africa lost 3-1 away to Mauritania. Egypt had a 5-1 win away to Chad, and group rivals Nigeria drew 0-0 away to Tanzania. Ghana and Senegal both made it two wins out of two with away victories. So Solomon, what do you make of the results? It's good to see the nation of South Sudan especially getting a, a big 1-0 win in Juba against Equatorial Guinea. The youngest uh, stayed in Africa and uh, they just recently signed uh, you know, a peace deal uh, and we just hope that the government will follow that. But football definitely brings uh, joy into the lives of people. And Liberia winning a 1-0 against Tunisia again is definitely a big result. Coming back home now and winning against big-seeded Tunisia 1-0, great result there for uh, Liberia. The Gambia beating 1-0 at home against Cameroon, which was not really a goal that you would expect from Cameroon. You would expect a well-strategized and a well-crafted goal from Cameroon. But a win is a win. They get the three points and leave Banjul. And the Gambian fans are definitely going to be really be sad and not happy about that. South Africa has really been disappointed in Bafana. Bafana, a lot of people talking a whole lot about, about the loss against Mauritania. Uh, you know, South Africa losing 3-1 one there away from home. It's just a shocking result for South Africa and a lot of questions are being asked about the coach uh, Sheikh Mashaba and about the, some of the caliber of the players that are in the team. Egypt 5-1 against Chad. Great one for Egypt because they're in the same group with Nigeria and Tanzania. Nigeria could not manage that big win against Chad you know, when they played away from home. Uh, but drawing nil-nil for Nigeria in Dar es Salaam against Tanzania not a good result for a lot of football fans in Nigeria but you know it's just the new coach that is coach Sunday Olise uh, that was his uh, first 
game uh, coaching uh, the Super Eagles of Nigeria coming in uh, after coach Stephen Keshi was sacked. Uh, so a lot of people said, look, okay, let's just give him a benefit of a doubt. You know, we were expected to get the three points, but we couldn't get that. We hope to see how the, the new coach would uh, really uh, continue uh, his tenure as the coach of the Super Eagles. But I must mention though, Steve, uh, you know, one of the, uh, the standout performances in that game was uh, Ikeme, who is from Wolves in the English Championship. You know, he came in in his very first game. Uh, he's 29 years of age. Uh, Ikeme never played for Nigeria before and he was surprisingly, he was called. And the, the goalkeeper, Vincent Inyama, lost his mother. So he had to, uh, you know, withdraw from the team. But he was the difference between uh, a victory for Tanzania and a defeat for Nigeria. So credit must go to the goalkeeper, Ikeme, who played for the first time for the Super Eagles and give some outstanding performance. Ghana and Senegal both wins and Ghana had to wait, you know, and until almost uh, two minutes before the, the, the end of the game uh, for them to be able to get uh, that win against Rwanda. So that is great. And, and Senegal also some big names there. So you see some shocking results. Even Zimbabwe, uh, you know, uh, playing at home against Guinea, uh, they had to settle for a 1-1 for a draw and also Kenya, uh, you know, losing at home to Zambia, a 1-2. Thanks a lot, Solomon. Well, you can tell us what you think about the results on Facebook and on WhatsApp. How did your team get on and are you happy or disappointed send us a whatsapp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero that's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero we'll go to our facebook page planet sport football africa some comments in already from gemo a cameroonian living in south korea he says it was a vital three points for the lions but another disappointing performance hopefully cameroon can take all the positives from this game and step it up to become the indomitable lions that we all know them to be uh, from malawi albert kadzombe says i'm fairly pleased with the flames 2-2 draw with swaziland and from the gambia lamin saidi says the scorpions had a good first half we hope they can do more and score Disappointed fans include Ebrima Barrow, Mohamed Touray, Alassana Drame and Eliou Mane Marong, while Suleiman Sonko and Lamine Sumari both say that Gambia were unlucky. Well, thanks very much for those comments. Well, here in Brazzaville in the Congo Republic, it's blazing hot, very cloudy and humid as we await the start of the rainy season. I'm at the African Games, and among the 21 different sports taking place, we have men's and women's football tournaments. The men's is for under-23s, and the women's is a senior competition. And people here are excited that the hosts, Congo, are through to the semi-finals of the men's tournament after wins over Sudan and Burkina Faso. Congo have French coach Claude Loire in charge of the team. His main job is as the senior team coach. Congo top Group A with six points going into the weekend's final group games. Sudan and Burkina Faso are on three points and Zimbabwe are out with two defeats from two games. Group B has three teams only and Nigeria beat the defending champions Ghana to go top of the group. Senegal need a draw with Nigeria in their final game in the group to qualify along with the Nigerians. In the women's tournament, Nigeria have been the most impressive so far. They beat Congo 5-1 and won 3-0 over Tanzania. This is Planet Sport Football Africa. And now let's hear from FIFA presidential candidate Shagan Odigbami, a former Nigeria captain and a 1980 Nations Cup winner. 
Well, Odek Bami is one of two Africans who will stand in the election next February to replace Sepp Blatter. The other African is Musa Billeti from Liberia. Planet Sport Football Africa's Oluwashina Okaleji spoke to Odek Bami about his plans. Well, there's a void to be filled because FIFA is in crisis at the moment. And you ask yourself, why is it in crisis? What really is the issue? How do you tackle it? And when you provide those answers, you find that you need fresh faces, you need fresh ideas, you need people who, that have integrity, people who are willing to work transparently for us to fix what the problems are presently. And I come into that picture. You know, I am of that mold. And I believe that we would be the next leaders of, of that institution. Apart from ideas for reform and greater transparency, what proposals have you got for the actual game itself? Ah, that is where my interest really lies. Because in all of this, we talk about money, we talk about corruption, we talk about the struggle for power, those who want to remain, those who want to go, and we forget that there is a game which still has to be played, there's a game which still has to be celebrated. And in that area, there are gross you know, inequalities. If you look at the game in Europe and you look at the game in Africa, they are like planets apart. We want to bridge those gaps, not just between Africa and Europe, but across the world. And to bridge that gap, you need a lot of development for certain parts of the world, which today we are not concentrating on. And again, if you look at the game, you will see that beyond the game, there's another life, particularly for those who make the biggest contribution, players and the fans. There's another life. We don't address those issues at all. So we have to start to address those issues. And finally, the power of football is such that has not been truly harnessed for the good of mankind. It is the most powerful sport in the world, followed by the largest single audience in the world. And yet we have not harnessed this to drive good courses in health, in education, in youth empowerment, and so on and so forth. We should redirect our efforts beyond just making money for individuals and individual FAs into globalization of humanity. And that's one of the key issues that I will be dealing with because FIFA is such a powerful movement. Well, that's FIFA presidential candidate Shagan Odegbami, a former Nigeria captain, speaking to Oluwashina Okaleji. So he says that new faces are needed, new ideas, integrity and transparency also needed at FIFA, and that he can deliver that. Also, Odegbami wants more equality in the game between the continents, and he says that more development is needed. And he says the power of football for good hasn't been harnessed. Uh, so, Solomon, what do you make of Odegbami's ideas? First, uh, Steve, I must mention, you know, it's good to see that a couple of Africans uh, that have been in football for a long time are really rising to the occasion to say, look, Africans can also make some sort of contribution to global football through FIFA. And especially also for former players, Shegun Adegwami. Back in the day, they used to call him Shegun Mathematical Adegwami because of his precision. He was a great winger for Nigeria in the 80s. He has also been involved in sports media and he's been involved in management. He's been involved. In, in football administration. Uh, so he has a, a, quite a lot of experience. I like the fact that he is really hammering on the fact that, you know, the politics and the crisis, the problems in FIFA had really taken away the passion and the energy uh, and hard work that we should put in really 
uh, growing the game across the world. So he has a vision that is global. I liked also the fact that he mentioned the, the case of integrity and transparency. Any leadership needs integrity and transparency. I think those are the, the pillars of leadership. It is important to say what you say and mean what you say. It is important to be transparent in, as a leader in all that you do. You're accountable to people. You're accountable to football fans. You're accountable to the football fraternity. There needs to be some sort of fresh ideas. Maybe FIFA has been doing the same thing all over again and over again. There are a couple of candidates globally that can actually really make a difference. And it's good to see Africans, you know, African football uh, administrators really rising to the occasion and saying, look, hey, we can also contribute. And, and football is a global game. We need to be able to celebrate football. We need to be able to grow football that would bring changes in our society, in health, in, in the lives of the youth. And I feel football has a huge role to play when it comes to all these key areas. So there are two Africans in the race to replace Sepp Blatter, as well as Otek Bami. There's also Musa Billeti from Liberia. Do you think either of them stands any chance of becoming the next FIFA president? I think they they don't really have a chance. Uh, Why? Because they they are new to global football and also not having the constituency. How would he get European countries, South American countries and Asian countries to vote for him? Does he have the network? Does he have the resources? Because also you need a lot of resources to be able to do that. Does he have that? You might have great idea, but it's not just enough. You know, you have to have some sort of a, a machinery that you work with and for Musa Biliti he's you know head of uh, the Liberian Football Association Uh, so obviously he he has some sort of a relationship and he's been involved with with CAF just a little bit not not in a top position you know we have others like uh, the Prince Ali from uh, Jordan we have uh, uh, Michel Platini from France who is the head of uh, UEFA and we have the other candidate from South Korea who who've been part of FIFA for a long time and also they do have the resources to be able to make it happen and um, importantly they have more experiences when it comes to uh, football compared to the two African candidates who are raising their hands to be counted so, so it's going to be really be difficult for them I don't really see them as having any chance but it's good for, for them to be a part of it and it will really create a new uh, hype and also tell Africans that look we have to go for uh, such positions just so we can make a difference Well thanks a lot Solomon so do you think that Shagan Odegbami or his fellow African African Musability of Liberia stand any chance in the FIFA presidential elections next February. Are they wasting their time? Should Africa have just one candidate and can they get enough support? Send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. We'll go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. You can follow us on Twitter at Planet Sport FA. And from next month, the show will be extended to 30 minutes, bringing you much more about African football. So for me, Steve Vickers in Brazzaville in Congo, and from Solomon Ashoms in South Africa, thanks a lot for listening. You can find us online at planetsport.tv. And Planet Sport Football Africa is a passion for sport production.